Welcome back. Welcome back to How to Live the Podcast. Yay. I missed you. We missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. (laughs) We are Jess and Steph Dadon, your hosts. And in case you missed it, we have been away for a few weeks while I was globetrotting in Europe. Yeah. Can you tell us about it? I'm so excited. So Steph and I have literally just seen each other for the first time maybe like 20 minutes ago yeah for the first time in three weeks almost so give us a rundown what was your favorite bit oh I had a lot of fun it was varied I had uh, a wedding and a funeral in Israel unexpectedly I know I kept emailing people being like Steph's in Israel for a wedding and a funeral haha funny combo (laughs) yeah well and I watched four weddings and a funeral while I was over there because I just felt like everybody kept saying that to me that's Um, funny yeah so that was a whole mix of emotions but it was a good trip Mm. um and then I had a wellness retreat in countryside UK for five blissful days Mm. which I want to tell you all about it was really amazing just to kind of like be still I feel like I'm better at being still now yeah which is so great because I feel like that will really serve you like you're so like busy and busy. like full on. And so I feel like that's like so great. I to need just, that in my life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, totally. And then for the last five days, I've been in London. I went shopping. I have some clothes to share with you. Oh, yay. <laughs> so you were there with our mum. Yeah, and like two guesses where I, I went shopping. Maj and, and Sandra. There you go. Ooh, <laughs> our favorite. I know. Like the second I found it, I was like, oh, sorry. Bye, Deb. Um, I'll be here for a couple of hours. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. So did a lot of good shopping. Watched some Wimbledon. Who you went to my favorite, Deliciously Ella. I did. I checked that out. Deb and I went to a play. We ended up leaving halfway through. <laughs> did, you, did you go to that play that she had seen and was like, I'm no. going to take Steph back there? No, no, no. I was like, I was like, we need to see something new. We saw something called the starry-eyed messenger with Matthew Broderick okay um and I was just like oh my god this is Matthew Broderick I, it was so cool I could have watched him for another 10 hours wait which one's he he's Sarah Jessica Parker's husband yeah okay so Sarah was she Stewart. there no I mean no oh uh, no, that would be the wasn't. only reason why I was in, would be inclined to stay yeah totally well no it was a good play but I think um yeah it was our last night it was gonna go late and we just wanted to hang out just some girls' time. So I held down the fort while Steph was away. You which did. Thank you. No probs. Um, um, I actually, I have to say, I said this morning when I got into the office, that was the most I have switched off in seven years. Yeah, I felt like it too. And I was like so consciously not writing to you about work. Oh, thank you. Like, it was really nice. Like, yeah, you would, you would just send me like a message every few days. Like I really, I just need to ask you this question. It would take me two seconds to respond. But other than that, I wasn't on social media. I wasn't on emails. I really, I haven't been connected at all. I felt a little bit guilty at times, but really I just tried to like shut that out and be like, nah, I'm here. I'm doing this. And cause I had such a like intense mixture of things going on. I kind of gave myself permission to just be in it. Yeah. That's so great. And I feel like I did the exact same thing when I was in Bali earlier this year and you really gave me that space. So I was like trying really hard not to talk to you. I actually did a post on Instagram, which you wouldn't have seen cause you weren't here but um I talked about it on insta story saying how I found it super difficult because because anything that happens in our business like you and I are just there for each other and so like 
the like we had some epic wins over the last few weeks and then we also had some losses and like the wins just were not nearly as fun because I didn't get to celebrate them with you and like and they passed a lot quicker like I was like oh my god cool and then like it was kind of just like next over yeah totally Um, and then yeah obviously I mean the losses are a lot harder when you don't kind of have someone there to just like pick you up if you're feeling down or whatever just kind of bounce ideas off of and like turn it into a positive which is what we usually do when we're together totally so I definitely found that journey interesting but also like I learned a lot about myself I would say that's good and I like I like the way you would like call me once a week and be like oh my god like we had this big win and then we would like celebrate together and for me like being a bit removed from the business it was kind of just cool to hear about these wins like you called me last week and you were like um Vogue wants to shoot our shoes and I was like what the senior fashion editor of Vogue oh my god still freaking out about that one absolutely um but yeah I think it is nice that we can both go away and like you know have those moments on our own and take over for each other because as you Guys might know we share an email address, which does make that very easy to just be like, okay, see ya, I'm outie, you take care of it. Um, But then, yeah, I guess when we are here and get to support each other, it's even nicer and we appreciate it a little bit more, right? Totally. So we actually had an in-conversation app planned for today. Um, But then with last week, Instagram taking away likes from um, a few countries, Australia included, and the world kind of being like, oh, we don't know what to do with this information. Like, The how world do we- basically imploding. Yeah. How do we feel about it? Um, we just felt like it would be a really nice time to just like take a step back from the biz talk for a sec and just spend some time kind of discussing like how we feel about that Instagram taking away likes and then also kind of just validation in general and like what that's kind of meant for our lives in our own journeys yeah because we've kind of talked about it in a social media anxiety sense um if you haven't listened to that episode you can go back and have a little listen um but yeah we thought kind of today we could talk about this idea of validation in a broader sense and when we started talking about the episode before the episode we just started talking and talking and talking and we were like right we've just got to record this and have this kind of open conversation and we really do want to um be a little bit vulnerable and kind of just share more about us and what goes on inside when we're not working I guess yeah totally because I think both of us feel like it's really easy for us to share stuff about our business like I'm I'm so happy to tell you anything that's going on in our business the good the bad the ugly but then when it's it's about myself I'm just a bit more apprehensive well what about when someone says oh hi how are you and then you're just like oh yeah great tubes is going really well you know it's like kind of like the perfect deflection to actually talking about how you are you just talk about how your work's going it's so funny that you say that because um a couple of weeks ago our grandma passed away and obviously you know like that's the first thing people ask you when they say you how are you how are you how are you and I found myself like the day after that happening I was like yeah great how are you and in my head I was like you're an idiot yeah. <laughs> like you're that's, not good but like you know you almost feel like there can't, yeah like there can't be any other response to that and then since I kind of noticed that I've been trying to change it so like this morning I was like just feeling like pretty all over the place and exhausted. I had a terrible night's sleep and I was anxious that there was someone in my house and then someone asked me this morning and I was like okay and I kind of 
blurted stuff out to them that maybe they didn't want to hear. But anyway. Was it someone that like you were close enough to to do that? Like that yeah, they could handle yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, there's like that like find, hard to find that balance between like, you know, sometimes like when like someone you barely know says, how are you? It's just at that moment that you're feeling really vulnerable and you're like, ah, I'm not okay. But like, yeah, you know, totally. it kind of has to be like the, with the right person or they just It was like, one of my yoga teachers. Oh, um, okay. So I feel like that's a safe space. They were well equipped to deal with that. Exactly. <laughs> um, so maybe first we should kind of chat through um, the whole likes on Instagram thing and just talk quickly about how we feel about it. I'm ready to talk about it. So, because we're, we're both... Um, I guess like we come at it from a lot of angles because like we are a business, we've been influencers and then like We're I human we- beings as well, well. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what I've been saying to people that kind of ask how I feel about it. I say, while I do have a business, first and foremost, I am a human. And it's funny because I, I, I totally understand that some people aren't coming at it from that angle, but I just as a human recognize likes and how they and how I've used them to validate my life and how negative that's been on my mental health mm-hmm. and like then applying that to society and being like ultimately I believe that this can that this is a great thing for us as a society as a whole totally agree with you and I think yeah businesses are kind of like having these freakouts being like what's going to happen to my algorithm what's going to happen am I going to be able to sell that many things anymore but if you were kind of if let's say you do lose some sales because of this if it's because people no longer feel pressure to like look a certain way and be buying a certain thing then you know surely we all need to like make a little bit of that sacrifice for the good of humanity yeah 100% and I think like that's what it comes down to for me is like thinking about people before thinking about pockets um and and maybe we're in a fortunate situation where we can have those views. You know, there are, I guess, like some other influences and things that would be like supporting their family through that income. And it's like definitely like a time that's a bit unknown and a bit maybe like, how's a brand going to find me? I have this really great engagement. I've been working on that hard. I do understand that. That's true. But I do think that ultimately this is going to lead to, I, I don't think that everybody is going to be taking a really big hit to their bottom line because of this I think it'll Neither. just be a, about adjusting because you know now maybe people won't be you know wanting to post so many selfies in bikinis and things like that you know you can think about what more genuine things you want to post how you want to connect with people rather than what's going to get the most amount of likes totally and like what I was discussing as well this morning with our team is like over the last 24 hours or 12 hours since it's happened, um, I've been liking things on Instagram because I want that person to know that I liked it. And I feel like before it might've been like a collective, like, oh, I want everyone to know that I like this post. Like, something Yeah, you want it to be a part of like, the other 100,000 people that had liked it. You're like, oh, I want to get in and be a part of that with everybody else. Exactly. But now it's more just about like a connection with one other person that's posting. And I think that that's a really beautiful thing. Same. I think as well, like I, you told me about it and I was traveling and I was like, oh, okay, this is amazing. I was like totally on board. And I went onto Instagram and I was like, oh my God, my legs are gone too. And as I'm scrolling through, I find myself being like, hang on, I don't know what's popular. What's happening? Like, I, I felt like a bit like alone at first. I was like, it's just me and the app and these people, like where are all the other people? But I think that, 
um, you know, that it, it's just an adjustment. So I get why when people first go on, they have a bit of a freak out about it. But I think it's just like about shifting your mindset. And yeah, like you said, realizing that like, oh, okay, this is just now more about me and the things I like, which is what Instagram I think was intended to be in the first place. Mm. And I think we've gotten so caught up in what everybody else thinks. And it's kind of nice to be able to be brought back into just, oh, what do I think and what do I like? 100%. And I guess on that, um, you know, that is really relevant to something else we wanted to discuss today, which is, um, you know, just like we started chatting about where we get our validation and how you and I both kind of went through these separate realizations of, um, you know, taking validation externally. And I think, I guess for me, now that I'm thinking about it, like how to live has been a really big part of that because, you know, we were both quite young when we started how to live. I was 23 and I think you were 18. So you were really, I was 19. You were 19. Um, yeah, you were really young and you know, the, those are kind of formative years. And when you start to like build a profile and you start getting people, um, you know, being interested in what you're doing and what you're wearing, it's, you know, it's like at first it's like this really nice feeling and you're like, oh, people care about me. Like one ha- Yeah, you feel important. Yes, totally. And, you know, and then through Instagram, like we got Instagram a few months after we started and, um, you know, like within a few months we had 5,000 people following us. And I think that started to get wrapped up in my identity of like who I you know, how I thought of myself was, oh, I must be great because all these other people think I'm great. Totally. And and all these other people know who I am. I think like in the beginning there, I had like, you know, older girls maybe that I looked up to at my school and things like that, starting to like know who I was. And I, I definitely think that I liked that. Totally. And like, you don't even realize it at the time. And like at the time it feels like, oh, this is great. This is a confidence boost. I'm feeling good about myself. You don't see any negative in that. And then I guess it wasn't until um, a couple of years after it started when, you know, you start to get the negative comments. And then, you know, if you're placing so much self-worth on what people think of you and, and that's stemmed from them thinking good of you, well, then when they think something bad of you, even just one opinion can completely bring you down. And it starts to be this dangerous trap that you're really taking your own self-worth from what other people think and not internally. So what did that journey kind of look like for you? How did you first start to realize that this was having a negative impact on you? Well, I think, yes, Instagram and how to live. It's funny because I didn't even really connect the how to live until you said that. But yes, you're right. Neither did I. That totally had an effect on me. But I think for me, the problem went a lot further than that and um it was just even people in my life that I kind of was seeking validation for so it was kind of like this double-edged sword where I almost my heart's beating so fast I can feel it whoa we're getting vulnerable here (laughs) um but yeah I almost felt like I felt like I got to this point where I was making decisions based on what I thought other people would want or think was cool or expect from me or demand from me um rather than um kind of like doing things for myself Mm -hmm. and I think I definitely went on this like massive journey of like like I I think I had to kind of like hit bottom before I was able to kind of like see it and like pick myself back up it's interesting what you said there um you said that 
you kind of felt like what you had to act in this way that like people expected of you. Um, and I read this recently, I can't remember what it was, um, but that one, I think it maybe it was in like one of the Freakonomics books or Think Like a Freak, um, that once we act in a certain way um, and people like then know us for that reaction, then we feel the need to keep that up. That's just like a human thing that comes from inside of us. So like for me, I know like when I, whenever I've seen a psychologist, uh, whoa, we're getting to psychology here, did not mean to go there, but I guess let's just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, whenever I've seen a psychologist, I'm really bad at therapy because like, you know, the instant I tell them what I do and they like get this idea in their head of me and they start to think I'm cool. Like my if my psychologist tells me I'm cool, it is all over mm. because then I don't want to tell them what a mess I am inside. Oh my God. I 100% know what you mean. Yeah. Like I just want to keep up this. Oh yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm totally cool. Nothing gets me. Yeah. 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 No, I have no issues. I just came here to hang with you. Like I actually had once a psychologist, like after a couple of sessions, you know, say to me like, wow, you know, um, you're, you're so like perceptive and um, whatever. I don't know, whatever. She gave me lots of nice compliments. And then um, she was like, you know, because when you walked in my office last week, I saw you come in with your sunglasses and your long hair and your big coat and your big shoes. And I just immediately thought like X, Y, Z about you. And I understood that she was trying to pay me a compliment. Ooh. But honestly, it just made like I still to this day, that was probably five years ago. And that still sits with me that I'm like, what 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 persona am I putting out there that like she was surprised that I was actually a nice person with yeah. feeling you know and it yeah. like it was such a yucky feeling yeah was- totally you're, you're gonna overthink that one you just kind of don't want to know that your therapist is thinking of you at all as a person no judgment please 100% anyway we digress you were saying so so yeah I got to this point where I I just feel like I didn't even know who the hell I was anymore um, and it was, and it was because of exactly this reason that like, you know, people are talking about now that we're kind of like not even checking in with ourselves. Like I cared more about what other people thought of me than I cared what I thought about me. Yeah. Because you probably didn't stop to think about you. You're no. not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about what other people think of you. And so you're thinking of yourself through other people's eyes. 100%. And I think, um, I think I am just a person who cares a lot about validation, like about... But I think everybody does, you know, like... Definitely. Like people can say they don't, but I think deep down everybody does care. Maybe it's that they care about what less people think of them, but everyone cares about what the people they care about think of them. Definitely. But I think the journey for me really took a turning point when I, when I, like, because I realized... Well, I don't know. In my journey, I realized that I can't take that away from my personality. Like that's something that's deep rooted inside of me for whatever reason that I'm still working through. But I can kind of like shift the focus. So rather than kind of seeking validation from outside now, and I think yoga has been like a big part of this is I like first and foremost want validation for myself. Mm -hmm. Like in the decisions that I'm making, does that make do I like myself? Yeah. Am I proud of myself? Like, would I, like, do I even want this? And I think um, once I kind of started to change that narrative and really start to focus my validation inward, even though I know it's still validation, it's almost like I tricked myself mm. and it's just been a, a completely different thing for me. And I'm able to come at situations like first looking inward and then looking outward. So how did you kind of go through that shift 
and like because I feel like you don't even know where to begin like I I don't know what I think I don't know what I think of myself like was that really through the yoga journey that you learned how to do that and how to be with yourself yeah I think um I think it started when I realized how much I hate being with myself and I think I I remember getting to a point where like you know sometimes I would like to go get a massage and um I just remember this like one time where I was like you know what I don't want to have a massage because I don't really want to be left alone with myself for an hour I remember when you said that and and that was like super super overwhelming for me um and that was like a real moment where I was like, this is fucked, you know, like I can't, I, I can't even spend time with myself. Like how, how do I expect other people to spend time with me? Like what even is this? And that was when I like, you know, obviously I, I went and saw a psychologist and, you know, all of those other things. But I just think, yeah, like having that realization and having that conversation with myself, I, um, that I was already better after after having that realization like that was kind of step one and then yeah it was it was literally just about starting to spend time with myself and and I think yoga was a really safe place for me to do that because you are with yourself but you're also amongst others and you also um, are focusing your mind on something so it's not necessarily like in a massage where I was like just running wild with my thoughts yeah totally you have like a little bit of a framework exactly um and then yeah and then that was kind of when I started on this like personal journey and and like then meditation came into play and other things came into play and and probably like two years on now I would say that I'm my favorite person to spend time with well it's really interesting that you say that you know you you couldn't spend time alone because I'm somebody that you know I think we had this conversation like maybe three or four weeks ago we were talking about going for dinner on your own and do you remember this? Yeah. And I was just like horrified at the thought. I was like, why? Yeah, it was would-? like literally four weeks ago. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, it was, it was a month ago. And I was like, maybe breakfast, maybe. But like, I mean, if I had to, but you were like, no, I'd love to go for dinner on my own. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you like that? I genuinely, I could not relate to you on any level. I just didn't understand it. And it was really interesting because while I was away, you know, I ended up with these like five days that I you know, didn't really have anyone around in Europe to do anything with. And I was like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? And then I found this wellness retreat. I went on this like retreats website. Um, I think it was called Queen of Retreats. And I found this um, retreats website in the UK. And um, I ended up going on this wellness retreat on my own for four nights, five days. Um, I was in the middle of the UK countryside. I had you know no one else around me like I would have like you know different sessions with people and things like that and like meditation and breath work um but I was really there on my own and when when I got there I had a journal on my bed um and I have not journaled or written a diary since I was like maybe 15 um and when I got there I was like okay um what what am I gonna do now uh (laughs) um I I turn my phone off I was like you know I want to disconnect I don't want to be watching tv and everything like that but like I just um uh, yeah I don't know didn't know know where to start did not even know where to begin and I actually went in dreading this like I thought I I knew I was going to dread it I knew I needed it um but I was just like really anxious and worried how did you know you needed it 
I've just, I think I've felt really overwhelmed lately by small things. And I think that Mm. that's when you start to realize that you're like full to the brim. Like, I think I'm so, my life is so busy. I have so much going on and I get, I just, I, I, for the first time in my life just felt like I needed space and to be away from people. Um, and yeah, like, so I went there and I was expecting to feel really lonely because that's what in the past and when I was younger being alone, I would feel so lonely. Mm. And I got there and I was like, this is amazing. Mm. This is so cool. I would, I felt free. I felt the opposite of lonely. I felt like I was like in the right place with the right people who was just me for like the first time ever. And Uh. it was this really liberating feeling. And I started to write in this journal. And at the beginning, I was like writing as if I was writing it on Instagram to an audience and thinking about what people would... (laughs) The copywriter in you came out. Yeah, but I was just like, you know, like I I, I think about, oh my God, what if someone reads this one day? Or what if I read this one day? Like, what am I going to think of me? What are they going to think of me? You know, like I don't actually let myself be myself. And then as I got into this practice of just you know, writing and letting it all out there. And and then I started to read and they had a lot of like, you know, uh, I guess they're called self-help books, which is like the bad section that no one wants to be, be in. Oh my God. I had a conversation with that some with someone about that recently, like how stupid it is that it's called the <laughs> self-help section. Like it should be called the I love Wellness. myself section. Yes, totally. And Self-love. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah. And as I started doing this, I was like, this is amazing. I'm like the happiest I've ever been. I like, I just like, I, I felt like I was meant to be having like this breakdown, but actually I was just like, couldn't stop smiling and laughing all the time because I was just like so happy. Mm. Like I'd found myself again yeah. and I got to, yeah, start thinking about, well, what do I think and what do I want? And, and then through these sessions and through this breath work was, which is just incredible like it's literally just like different breathing techniques we actually did one before we started this podcast we so did I hope do one. we sound relaxed yeah I, I'm feeling it and um you know as we were doing these breathing techniques what they started to talk about was coming back into your body and feeling your emotions and I was like holy shit I live in my head like mm. I actually don't live in my body at all. Yeah. I don't feel things. I just. Which I think is so common. Yeah. Like I, I think that that's the norm, not being in your body. Well, totally. And this is what you and I started discussing before is that like, you know, when you are in a city and when you are working constantly and you're just like on the go and you're managing different things and even like, you know, you have a pet or you have a child or whatever you've got going on. It's just so much that the only way we can kind of deal with all of this stuff is by completely shutting off from our emotions and just living in our mind. And everything that I did there was all about saying thank you to the mind. Thank you for taking care of me. And now my body's going to take over and I'm going to actually feel again. Isn't that such a nice shift as well in mentality where um, you thank your mind? So like for a long time, when um you know I would try and meditate or whatever and then and like I would try and like really switch off and just feel and my mind would take over my like first instinct was anger because I was like mind you're so annoying but then um one of my teachers actually explained to me that I need to like be grateful because your mind protects you it's like you know what keeps you going every day it feeds you at everything so you just need to come from a place of like grateful for that but it's not needed right now Uh which I think is cool and 
yeah, I mean, in that, like, that's definitely something I felt massively when I came back from Bali. I felt overwhelmed because I had spent three weeks with myself checking in and being um, just with my mind. And then exactly what you're talking about, coming back into work and coming back into a really busy life. There's no time to check in with yourself and ask, like, do I want this? Am I, you know, totally. there's just... It's kind of like two, you're in two modes. You're either in, and I guess for me, I'm a person and you probably, you know, you, I know you are as well, but like you're all in on something. And yes. like when I was there, I found it easy to be like that because I was all in on it and I could think about myself all day and I could just be with myself. And then now I already feel I'm one day back here and I'm like, I don't know how to multitask and switch between those two parts of my brain where one, one is like accessing my emotions and, and like, you know, feeling myself and the other is just like, go, go, go. And I think that maybe that's an issue in this world that we've created for ourselves, all of us, um, that we see work as this place where we just have to switch off and get it done. And also that work is such a big part of our lives. Like, mm. you know, when I was there and I was thinking about all these things and, and what I was doing there, I was like, well, where would I have time for that in my life at home when I work from you know, I'm working from 9am till 10pm, give or take. And then between the, when the, on the times that I'm not working, I'm running to appointments or I'm um, sleeping, sleeping or, you know, like doing Eating. all this other stuff. Like, yeah, 100%. I actually didn't tell you this, but I like that I'm telling you for the first time here. Um, the other day when I spoke to you after you came out of your retreat, um, you just had this like unbelievable lightness to you that made me so happy and I just knew you were exactly where you needed to be and it also just I got so overwhelmed that I started to cry and you're making me cry right now um but I just it also just reminded me where I was when I got back from Bali and made me feel like I was disappointed in myself that I hadn't like I had had such big hopes for myself when I got back and I can see in you now that you also have those big hopes for yourself and um, not that I just completely let them go but obviously it's just ridiculously hard to change patterns and change things in your life that just like cruise along that you feel like you're not even deciding on that yeah, I think I like, I let it go a bit. And then, and then the next day after I spoke to you, I, I meditated, I went to yoga twice and I journaled and, and that, you know, it's that all or nothing mentality of like when you're in the zone, it's really easy to do. And when you're trying to balance both, it's hard, totally. but I feel super hopeful that like, I feel really hopeful that you're like back and you're kind of like on this journey and I see that in you and, and I don't feel like it's unattainable. And I especially am excited by the fact that we're both kind of feeling those same feels because I think that like we've talked about so many times, being in that with someone else is just that much better. They can hold you accountable. They can encourage you. Totally. And I think, yeah, you, you need people in your life that are feeling that same thing. And I think a big part of um, the journey that we've both go gone through is that 
feeling connected to people is such a big part of all this and it's something that you can't do alone even though it's you know it's ironic because it's like about being okay with being yourself Mm. but it's also about sharing that with other people and and connecting with them um and you know when you just said like lightness like that you felt like I had this lightness about me I feel like that's completely what it is like it's about feeling free and about feeling light and I think that the way that we are all going to keep that in our lives is by sharing it with each other, is by coming together, um, you know, with good friends and really connecting. It's something that you do when you travel, I think, a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, especially going to somewhere like Israel where like they're living for the moment and they're going out and they're partying and they're loving hard and they're, you know... Yeah, just they're fiery and they're just like getting the most out of each moment. Totally. And then you come back and you just like go back into this bubble where you're like, I'm not leaving my house you know I'm watching TV I don't have time for anyone I'm doing work like I don't have time for anything um I feel like yeah human connection is a really big part of how um we stay connected with ourselves one thousand percent ah this was really ah it was great yeah I'm so happy (laughs) this is exactly what I wanted this episode to be I felt like I was ready to cry today I didn't think you were no neither I'm happy that we both have I know well because like I came off like I got in at 2 a.m last night I was like I am operating on like a few percent right now and I just like need to get through this but um no this has been amazing I feel like we should end on a hug should we hug it out yeah we should. okay here we're hugging (laughs) awesome Um, cool well Well, yeah I mean like it's just the beginning I just think it's it's such a fascinating conversation and such so necessary for people to have and I just think like this this episode was also born out of us kind of discussing like how we just are really responding to vulnerability and people that we're seeing at the moment um so I think that We, we felt it was important to share Um, part of ourselves with you guys that was outside of work as well totally yeah because I mean I feel like we share a lot but we push ourselves to share more like I feel like someone listening to this is probably like what I feel like I know everything about you already but yeah um, no not on that kind of mate I could cry on this podcast every episode (laughs) and I have it in do you want to let that out no um <laughs> anyway so yeah um, so yeah we want to hear what you think as well um we want to hear what um you know how you kind of feel like you stay connected um how do you feel about everything we've discussed today yeah like have you kind of been seeking outside validation and how do you feel like that's affected your being um leave us a review although that's probably a very public place to to share although we've shared in this public way so if you want to as well feel free Come otherwise yeah otherwise instagram dm us at how to live um tweet us at how to live underscore how annoying is that underscore um, it's annoying no one follows us on twitter so can you guys go follow me because i am funny on twitter and jess is our twitter gal i'm the only person that laughs at my tweets um so come over and give me give me just like one give of those hearts yeah exactly um except i saw you went a little bit viral with your tweet on the <laughs> like 31 people the instagram it. likes thing it was because i replied to instagram i think then i was like oh is that how twitter works because uh-huh. usually i'm just like solo tweeting in my own universe and i feel like that's wrong you're figuring it out in 2019 I love it. Exactly. Um, so next week, we're back, people. We're back. So Yay. we're going to have our actual In Conversation episode next week. Not that this wasn't an actual one, but this was a little bit 
um, of a spontaneous episode. Yeah, it'll be a little bit more biz focused with some inspo and of course lots of jokes, lots of laughs and fun stuff. And then after that, we're getting back to our interviews. So we have a very impressive lineup for you. Lots of inspiration, lots of motivation. Um, and that rhymes. Woohoo. I feel like I was doing that inspiration, motivation. Um, Keep the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. That, those aren't the words, but we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, have a great week. Um, have an awesome week. Enjoy Instagram with no likes. Learn to embrace it. I am loving it. And we'll be posting more, I reckon. We, uh, yeah, I'm excited to post more. And then also remember to get a bit in touch with yourself. Start a journal, start meditating. Do something for yourself. Yeah, maybe um, if you're going to go for a walk, just take the earbuds out and stop listening to us. (laughs) (laughs) Should I be saying that? I don't know because I'm first and foremost a human. That's where that came from. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.